Scariest haunted dolls. Okay, Annabelle's got haunted be. dolls are terrifying, but here are three of them that are much scarier than Annabelle and definitely deserve their own horror movies. Number one, Letta, as in Letta me out. She has to be the scariest looking doll I have ever seen, and she was found under the porch of an abandoned house in New South Wales, Australia. Carrie Walton, the doll's owner, in 1972, took the doll home put her in a box or a trunk in the back of his car, and when he was driving back to Brisbane, heard screaming from the back of the car, let me out, let me out. It was the doll. This would happen every time Letta was put in a box. She also is notorious for moving around by herself and leaving visible marks all over Boo. Did I scare you? Ha <laughs> ha. Well, hopefully this episode uh, kind of might give you a little bit of chills, but uh, this is uh, the paranormal edition of the Conspiracy Underground. And uh, you might want to hang around to the end. Uh, we have some new uh, new exciting announcements uh, that uh, we made, uh, Ryan has been working on, because he's the art- artistic creative mind behind uh, a lot of the, uh, the, the drawings and the graphics and stuff like that. I can't draw a stick figure, okay? So uh, stick around to the end. And uh, check uh, check out what Ryan drops. And uh, like always, if you want the video, I've been putting a little extra time in the videos. And uh, and if you want to listen to this without any ads, head on over to Patreon. Okay, patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast. Sign up for the three, five or ten dollar tier. Right now, I'm going to tell you five dollars best bang for your buck. All right. Now, uh, everything else that uh, is sponsored both on each of our platforms is plugged at the end so that's the only plug i have 
but sit back and, and enjoy this. It's it's soon to be hump day. It's, I know this is a late release. Uh, we had to record later on Monday uh, because Ryan had a, uh, a pedicure and a, what do they call them? A, a pet Manny Petty scheduled for, for Sunday afternoon. Uh, and then, then he went and, you know, he, he got his hair professionally uh, shaved. And I guess he went on some kind of pamper treatment, re, uh, you know, retreat. Uh, so to speak. So uh, he's feeling better, and then he looked great. Um, he says his feet and his toes. He, he's so happy with with with, with the turnout. So uh, yeah, we uh, recorded a little late on Monday, and that's why this is coming out a little late. So sit back, enjoy this paranormal episode. Um, not gonna lie, some weird shit went down on my end. All right, uh, but we worked through it, and. Uh, we uh, we brought you a great show, uh, almost two hours, and we probably could have went a little bit longer, but we were both kind of, you know, getting towards the end and needed to to finish up. But sit back, enjoy this. And it's soon hump day. It's going to be soon Friday, and soon it's going to be spring. Soon it's going to be summer, and soon it's going to be Christmas. So <laughs> anyway, see you next Tuesday. Boo! <laughs> I hope we scared you. Good evening, and welcome to the show. Yes, we are the Conspiracy Underground and the Conspiracy Underground News Team and the Tag Team Champions of the Podcast World! I'm the lunatic fringe, the left lip ghost. Ooh. And with me, as always, is the radical one, the right lip, the dangerous one himself, Ryan Dean. How are you on this spooky episode? Good. I was thinking about doing like a uh, hardcore, like, scream like when you n- announced my name but i just didn't uh i didn't have the juice to do that oh that would have been yeah, cool dude, uh, i mean you know we're trying something new so that's with all the uh what, what all the i don't know what you call those puns or what those are um references maybe <laughs> off, but yeah dude off, off know, the top of my head talk, shit talk. yeah yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it, you know, it should be a, a nice, fun little uh, change up. We're not going to, you know, move the show to this or anything, but Mm-mm. you want to tell them what we're getting into? We're going to get into some paranormal stuff. Uh, I know you've gotten a lot of things sent to you um, that you want to share. I found some good stuff and paranormal cryptid. They all kind of blend together and it's all right up my alley. I mean, I don't do too many uh, episodes on my main show, even though I would like to. I just, for some reason, stop myself because I, I think there's that, that that genre or that niche is already covered in, in a lot of aspects. So I, I tend to I stay away from it until, you know, October. Then I, I usually do like a haunted, haunted theme for that, that whole entire month. Man, I'm always down to talk cryptids, ghosts, paranormal encounters, just weird, bizarre shit, you know? Weird, bizarre shit. And to be to be clear, I don't know if I said I got a lot of stuff sent to me. I had a few things sent to me, and then I also kind of came across a lot of shit on my own, like, leading up to this. That's why I thought it would be kind of fun. Um, and then I know that it's something that you like as well. So I figured, you know, let's just lean into it. Um, have you ever like uh, anything that you haven't talked about too too much on your show? You ever been like in any kind of weird paranormal situations where you feel like some weird shit's going down? Uh, yeah, um, I've had a few <laughs> paranormal uh, paranormal um, 
incidences in my life. So kind of, I don't know, uh, seen some entities, uh, had some weird shit go, go down, had an attachment through a Ouija board, uh, saw a possible skinwalker, you know, it, you know, it, it, it's all bizarre shit. Uh, and, it, and it's funny. Cause like, I, I would like tell my daughter and my stepson and you know, my wife and what have you, the stories in somewhat of a nutshell. And it wasn't until I think early on in, in, in me starting a podcast, I was on Davey Wavy's show. So shout out to uh, the Red Pill Cartel. He wanted to hear about my paranormal activities and uh, ended up talking for almost two hours on on just the shit that I've seen happen to me, you know, and, and, it, and it's crazy. And I haven't had anything in a, in a, in a while. I still see shadow movement out of the corner of my eyes now and again um talking with my brother he kind of thinks that might be a a remnant leftover of the skinwalker sighting because i've had it since i was a kid you, you you think you see someone moving i've been sitting here recording before with the door open and completely almost jumped out of my chair because it looked like somebody just ran by my my down my hallway and by my door and it, 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 they looked like they were real and it was just me and the dogs here so, yeah, that's interesting. So you got to tell me about the Skinwalker situation because maybe people haven't heard it. I mean, I, I for one, I'm, I, I think Skinwalkers are really interesting, man. Yeah, like it's it's one of the cooler ones out of all these things. And um, you know, before before you tell that story, dude, I I just want to like put it out there that you know a lot of the paranormal things, of course, they can be fake, right? And a lot of them probably are, especially shit that we find on Instagram, right? But that, like, that's not the point of this shit, I don't think, always, right? There's clearly some real, there's there's real shit that goes on, mm-hmm. and it has serious effects on people. But most of that stuff's not caught on camera, you know no. what I mean? Most of that stuff is going to be when, I don't know if you've ever caught anything paranormal on camera, and that might have been a better question to lead with, but, like, sh- weird shit's happened to me here and there, but I never had a camera on me, and, you know, we're not old by any means, but we, we weren't, we a good portion of our life we've gone around without phones Mm -hmm. to record right so nowadays maybe there's going to be more and more of these footage uh you know weird footage popping up online and some of it's going to be real a lot of it's going to be fake though so you know when we go through this we might laugh at a couple of these clips you know what i mean but it the whole point is like fun that's what one thing about the paranormal community is like they're good at having fun um the the geopolitical side of this stuff a lot of these guys, like especially now, it's all nihilism. You know, no one, no one is like, you know, if if you don't see it the exact same way that everyone else does in this group, um, you know, they start talking shit about it or or whatever, right? And I think that the paranormal world is really good about just having fun, keeping things fun, leaning into it. How crazy would it be if you were like put yourself in this position where you saw this or whatever, right? So um, that's that's you know, a lot of these things, of course, they might be fake. But they could be real. And the point is, look at these as if they were real. Just have some fun. Take the stick out of your ass and have some fun. Um, but, but yeah, dude, tell me about this skinwalker thing. But Ryan, th- this is a, I like the stick in me ass. Some people like sticks in their ass. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Well, do, do sure we want to get into our weekend a little bit before we, we jump right into some of these stories? I mean, you had a UFC weekend. Well, this is part of uh, this is part of your story, I would say, right? I True. Mean, yeah, we can definitely get into the the weekend, but I'm just I'm I'm excited to hear about the Skinwalker thing, man. You got me fucking uh, got me chomping at the bit here. So it wasn't until I had my my cousin on the show 
I completely forgot about this incident because, I mean, it scared the shit out of both of us. And you think you blocked it out of your memory a little bit? Or I, I think like I intentionally did. Intentionally or what? Um, I'm pretty sure I did. Like, I didn't want to remember it. And I was, I think I was like right around 15 or 16. I, I want to say 16 because um, I went out, I was visiting my, my dad and my grandparents, and I went down to see my aunt and uncle where my cousin uh, was staying in Wyoming. And at the time, they were working a thousand acre ranch, okay? And they had, you know, horses, cows, you know, whatever, you know, not, not a, not like Yellowstone type of shit, but you know, they, they, and they were uh, farming grains and, you know, hay, alfalfa, shit like that. Well, we're kids, right? We, we spent the, the, the days floating down the irrigation ditches, you know, fighting off uh, ants. And, you know, at night, you know, we're, we're kids. We wanted to camp out in one of the pastures, you know, down by the one creek, which they called a river. I called a creek. Um, different. Right. Yeah. Different lingo out there because, you know, rivers to me are wider. But long story short, we set up this tent and we had our little fire going right. We're, I don't know, a few hundred yards from the house and we're down there. And we're putting the fire out. We're like, all right, let's crawl in the tent. You know, we'll go to bed. Well, we kind of were dozing off or we had fell asleep and we woke up to what we heard, what we thought was like a stampede, like a whole bunch of horses running by, which is weird because a little pasture that we were in wasn't super huge. Like it was fenced off on all, all three corners. I'd say four with one being uh, the creek or the river. Uh, they didn't cross it for whatever reason the, the bar well if they did the barbed wire fence was on the other side of it so i mean when i say not very big i'm thinking uh god maybe like a hundred yards by a hundred yards you know maybe maybe it was a little bit bigger not much and we're like what the heck so we unzip the front of the tent and we see what we think are horses but all of a sudden there is a glowing fucking horse running by and we were like, what the, f- you know, what the fuck was that? I don't know. If, probably did say what the fuck. Rick. Yeah. We're like, what the fuck? You know, so it freaked us the hell out. Like, I mean, this thing was like glowing, glowing, like it, like almost like ghostly glowing. And we're, we're like, nah, screw this. We hopped on the four wheeler and they had ranch house or uh, ranch hand houses, like bunk houses um, that the hired hands would stay in. So we hightailed it up there, went in, turned on the, all the lights, and we were like, what the heck? And I was like, what would you see? I was like, I don't, you know, dude, I, dude it, that was weird. You know, did we really see it? And, and he's like, dude, I saw the same thing you did. And we're like, okay. So we kind of calmed down. He gets in one bed, I get in another bed. And we're, we're kind of laying there. And that's when I looked over and I, I said to him, I said, do you see that? And he goes, see what? I said, look behind you in the doorway. And in the doorway was what I originally chalked up to as like a hat man or something like that because he was standing there, real dark figure, but he had like a a black, like old school cowboy hat on and a long like leather duster, like, you know, like the old school cowboy all the way down to the, to the ground. He's just kind of standing there and you could just kind of see his eyes and he's, he's looking at us. And then that freaked us the hell out. And we're like, ah, fuck, you know, and we both roll over we're, we're like closing our eyes and eventually we must have passed out and we woke up in the morning. 
Well, fast forward to, I think, last Christmas, New Year's, I was telling my brother this story. And he goes, you know what you ran into, right? And I said, no, what? And he goes, you, you, you survived it. You, you had a skinwalker encounter. And I said, but I thought people that had skinwalker encounters normally don't live. He goes, well, sometimes they do, and you'll always be watched. He goes, have, do you see movement out of the corners of your eyes? Like sh- shadow people, like, like uh, someone walking by, and then you look and nobody's there. I'm like, I've seen that since I was a kid. He goes, how early is a kid? And, you know, we're starting to shoot the shit and think about it. And I'm like, since that time. And uh, so there's my possible skinwalker um, encounter. Um, I know, you know, when I say, oh, yeah, I might have walked into a skinwalker. It wasn't as horrible as, you know, some of the skinwalker tales that you, that you do here. But it's not far from Utah. We're, we're in, you know, Wyoming. You know, Native American history is really rich out there. And looking back on it and where where my family and my my lineage on my father's side really kicks in is every every one of my aunt and uncles and my dad and I want to say both my grandparents because the the house that they lived in um, had an entity in it as well uh, they'd come home there'd be like a light on uh, my granddad would walk in first we'd come in after. Uh, sometimes you'd walk up on the porch that one of the rocking chairs in the house was just rocking on its own, just doing its thing. And, but the lineage we have, all of us have some kind of ability to sense, um, the dead or the, the paranormal in some ways. Like my, my cousin's mom, when I was out there that summer, she's the one that I have said many a times, I watched her play with a Ouija board. That motherfucker was moving and she wasn't even touching it. And when people are like, ah, I don't believe in Ouija boards. I'm like, I seen it with my own fucking eyes. Like, and now she, she doesn't mess with it anymore. Long story short, had a bad, you know, what she thought was a good spirit. What really wasn't. So I don't know. It, it, it's crazy stuff. I mean, dude, I've messed with one before a Ouija board and I was by myself and it was like a weird time in my life where, um, I think like me and the girlfriend that I was living with at the time, she was living with me, honestly. And, um, you know, she ended up moving out and it was just a weird time. So I was like fucking around with this stuff. And, uh, yeah, man, I had like a really rough, like two years after that, like pretty, pretty bad two years. And, and I don't know if these things like automatically just stop following you if they never do follow you in the first place or whatever. But yeah, it's interesting, man. I actually have a few, uh, skinwalker clips that we can, uh, play. And again, are they skinwalkers? Who the fuck knows? It just the point is like just talking about it and having a good time. But yeah, man, let's get into uh, some of this weekend stuff. I like breaking it up a little bit like that. That, that was uh, that was a really good story. Well, thank and, you. And by the way, you don't need to lie, dude. You and your cousin got in the same bed together. Well, okay? yeah. I mean, First of all, it was cold. And then, uh, and then uh, to me, it's interesting that you just like would roll back over and go to sleep. Like, was that house locked? when you went in there because what if some dude was actually just in there well where this ranch set i mean it, the the closest actual main road was a few miles away like you had to go down a long dirt road you know what i mean like you'd know if but somebody that's was there the way that people think though when they get like froggers in their house you know people yeah. that fucking just live there like squatters and shit you know i mean this was the early to mid 90s so 
times were a little different, but we're talking Wyoming. I mean, my aunt and uncle, they, they knew who was coming on and off the property. You know, if that make, makes any sense, not that we, they had cameras, but there was always, you know, a, a close eye and no, the, the, the bunkhouse wasn't locked. Um, to my knowledge, they were, they were always unlocked cause we'd go in there throughout the day. And like I said, it, it was in the middle of kind of nowhere. And yeah. you, you know I what I mean? I was a real fucking person, man. I don't know. Uh, there, we didn't see any signs of, of, of real people. And I'm pretty sure all the dogs would have alerted if that, if that, how old were you again? You're about 16. He's two years younger than me. So I think he was like 14, maybe. That's interesting. Cause yeah, that's a little bit past the age of where like, you know, you typically hear about kids having paranormal experiences when they're real young. Right. Right. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, very interesting story. Uh, pretty terrifying, but uh, yeah, I mean, as far as like this weekend, dude, didn't get in a whole lot. Actually, you know, a really interesting thing that that happened on um, Saturday, the UFC event was fun. UFC Mexico had a Mexican feast. But before that, we woke up in the morning and uh, Ryan Alexander from, um, I, I believe it's called Notus. He spells it like not us, but um, Notus is, is the name of his show, if I'm not mistaken. Good guy, always on Monday Night Master Debaters with uh, with Matt, and then uh, you know I'm I'm always on that show with with him as well. And um, he he had a we did an episode, and he and his couple of buddies talked about like the good, the bad, and the ugly of combat sports, right? Mm-hmm. So like the 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 positives, the negatives, and then you know the ugly as well. And um, one of the dudes on there was a fighter, not like UFC level or anything, but a you know BJJ dude. And then uh, another guy that that he's been friends with for a while, and then myself, right? So we're on there, and man, at the end, you know, Ryan shared this really interesting information about Muhammad Ali and why he got Parkinson's. Everyone would say that he just got hit in the head too many times, but this guy had this very enthralling and convincing video that it was his posture throughout his life. And the posture throughout his life added, because of the brain trauma, his posture... Um, didn't allow his brain fluid to drain properly and he ends up with Parkinson's and if you look at somebody that has Parkinson's they slouch over a lot especially at the neck their ears are way in front of their ears or their ears are way in front of their shoulders so I've been trying to really sit like up straight and it's not just pulling your shoulders back it's like just being straight so that's why like you can actually see my neck right now because usually I'm like this you know and that's like if you just stay like that all the time that's like bad as fuck for your for your brain i guess so dude i'm, I'm yeah i'm trying to uh i'm the same way and and here's the crazy dude, i mean part. you gotta try and fix it yeah you he, gotta try and fix it you know what i mean and here's the fucked up thing my dad has has was just diagnosed with parkinson's a couple of years ago yeah so i mean you you especially you may want to like just make sure like the the way that they show it is like your ears should be level with your shoulders and so, like, even if you have a good-sized beard like yours, you should be able to see a good amount of your neck when you're standing there. You know what I mean? Not like that necessarily, but, like, maybe. Maybe your chin has to be up like How, that. But how's that? Yeah, man. That, that better? That might be – that might uh, give you some other kind of disease. But Yeah. Yeah, dude. It was just very, very interesting, and it was convincing. And so I've you know, I told my family about it because my dad – you know, we're all on computers all day. You know, mm-hmm. they they both work. My mom and dad work from a computer. My sister sits in school, 
Um, and I now I sit in the computer all the time too, so I'm really trying to make sure that my head's back. So hopefully I'm coming cl- through clear on the microphone. But the reason I slouch is like to get right in the microphone, you know. But fuck that, man. If you guys can't hear me, I'm not trying to get Parkinson's for your asses. But um, that's why you get wild, a nice, wild little thing. That's why you get a nice boom arm and you can pull it right, right, right into you. I know. I need to get one. I just haven't. I'd never go to Best Buy or anything like that. But I'll get one eventually. You know, Ryan, it's um, 2024. Uh, there is a thing called the internet and uh, online shopping. I know, dude, but so I don't get packages sent to my house. So everything uh, that I get sent goes to my parents' house. That's And true. it's nice to go over there, but I, I live like a little ways away from them. You know, it's about 15 miles, maybe 10 miles away. It's about a half hour. Um, yeah, about a half an hour. Yeah. So especially like we're driving through and like all these fucking stoplights in this city, man. And the way that they run them, it's like they they try to make sure that you sit at the stoplight for the maximum amount of time possible. I noticed it the other day, man, and it's just like it's nuts, dude. Like the you know how there's the two stoplights to get over the freeway and then to get off the freeway, there's two stoplights. Mm-hmm. Why not have both those bitches green at the same fucking time? You got one, and then you sit there, and then you go up fucking a hundred yards, and then you sit there for another fifteen seconds or fifteen minutes, really. So wow. it's just nuts, man. Like I don't understand the way that they do those. Probably just to overheat cars here in Arizona. But I thought Pennsylvania I was bad. At least we have that problem figured out. No, nah, man. Yeah, it's retarded here, dude. It is straight up retarded the way. And then there's always like in Tucson, especially they don't build for the future. They build for like five years from now. So <laughs> like right now, there's a roundabout that they put in to the two closest major roads to me. I live in a rural area. So instead of doing a stoplight and just being like, hey, we're good here for the next 20 years, they put a roundabout. And at a certain point, they're going to have to take down this roundabout and put in a stoplight because it's a busy damn place. There's a high school right down the street from it, a major one. So retarded. It's Tucson politics, a pretty liberal city in a conservative state. So that will explain it. But yeah, you know, fun weekend, though, other than that. So what food uh, did you make? Said you did a Mexican feast. I made... Yeah, man, I made ground beef tacos. A lot of people talk shit about ground beef tacos. It's my favorite kind, man. I yeah. know how to make them well. Kind of copied my mom's recipe, and uh, you know those are the kind that we have every Thanksgiving. And people will sit here and say, "Dude, that's not real Mexican food." What are you doing? Get the fuck out of here. You haven't had real Mexican food either. Well, for, for people that are saying that, can I, can I, can I add a comment right there? Because unless you're from Mexico and making your traditional food at your own home. The Mexican food that you think you're eating that is Mexican is actually called Tex-Mex. It's a blend of Mexican-American culture, just like fajitas. Fajitas were were invented in fucking Houston, Texas. Fajitas are not a traditional um, Mexican dish. And, And cheese on a lot of things isn't traditional Mexican either. Yeah, it's vaginas, by the way. Yeah, vaginas. um, Fajitas. But yeah, close enough. Vaginas? Vaginas? Yeah, the cheese they use, dude, they don't use, you know, shredded cheddar cheese mm-hmm. or, or Mexican cheese like they call it. It's it's like you usually like queso fresco or it's it's closer to like feta cheese almost. It's got a much different flavor, a lot of little saltier cotija, um, stuff like that. So and and usually we're talking like tongue and brain and cheek and shit like that. You're mm-hmm. not eating steak. No. So um yeah, it's just it's interesting when people talk shit about my ground beef tacos. They're the dude, shit, they're the, dude. They're the bomb. Had uh, chicken enchiladas, shredded chicken enchiladas, and pork tamales. 
So uh, we we hit all the meats. We did a little bit of beans and rice, and just had a great time. Had a made made some homemade salsa, some wok. It was a good good little. Uh, I didn't pig out though. You know what I mean. Still trying to like slowly lose weight. I'm trying to drop about thirty pounds by the end of the year. So I got to be on my p's and q's throughout the week. But uh, yeah, dude, just having a good time over here with the food. So was it a salsa roja? Absolutely. Nice. I only make tomatillo salsa, which is the green salsa, like once in a blue moon. Okay. And that's good, though, man, especially if you like sour shit. Oh, yeah. You can't go wrong. Now, I, I do prefer uh, prefer uh, the roja better. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, hey, there's nothing wrong with the tomatillo or tomatillo if you're not cultured and don't know how to pronounce two L's. But, man, did you make tomatillo. your own tamales? By from scratch, no, no, they they actually sell really high quality tamales here in in Tucson. Like you can just find them at grocery stores, even. Yeah, that's true. You you do live in a good area for that, whereas I don't. You know what I mean? If I if I have to yeah. if I'm going to eat tamales, I either have to find a really They're out of a can, yeah, out of a can, or cross my fingers at a what we would call a Mexican restaurant, or find a recipe and try and make them myself. They're easy to make, man. It just takes a long time. Like yeah. the, you, people act like it's the most fucking difficult thing to do. It, you just got to make a lot of them because it's the same process to make one versus a hundred. Make a lot of them, and then you know it's just sitting in a steamer for quite some time. But it's not that difficult to make. I've made them before, man. They're fun. I um, found, uh, but yeah, I don't want to drone on too long. What did what did you get into this weekend? Well, I was just going to add add to your comment real quick. I found that there's two cultures of food that. Re- usually require the most prep out of any other um, culture. Um, And that's Chinese food, if you're going to make it from scratch, and Mexican food. Once you get past the prep, everything else goes fast. Unless it's a slow cook. You know what I mean? But, you know, I don't know. I love it all. You know, I I love it. I had a little uh, fettuccine, chicken fettuccine and... uh, Broccoli Alfredo, um, but I, I found the, the noodles that I always liked when I uh, would get it at Olive Garden. I always called them nipple noodles. They're round. They, they kind of remind you of those old poppers that you turn inside out. I forget the name of them. The box is buried in the trash now, but I use them They look instead. like kind of like flowers almost, like spiral rose flower things almost? Nope. Do you remember those little rubber poppers that you – they were like a half, a half of like a hollow ball or whatever? Are you talking shells? No, no, they're not shells. Okay, I was going to say if you couldn't remember that name, no, I'm no, I, I know what a shell is. But those those little rubber, you turn them inside out and you put them on like your desk, oh, yeah. and they pop up. But when you turn them inside out, that's what these noodles kind of reminded me of. Also, a nipple, you know, it, it kind of looked like a nipple. I just always teased, and I was like, yeah, they're nipple noodles. But made that, and uh, man, banging, turned out great. Didn't really do much. Uh, this weekend friday night went over to my neighbors for a little bit he he had to work so i was home by like i don't know nine o'clock turned on some tv watched some dumb shit and then saturday i was all hellbent i was hellbent i was gonna watch the new wonka movie okay i've seen every wonka movie that there is kind of excited because hugh lowry um also known as dr house was playing uh, the Oompa Loompa. So I was like, well, let me watch the extended trailer first. 
Well, they play from the beginning of the movie. It's a fucking musical. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just not in the mood for a musical. So Saturday night, I was like trying to find something kind of action packed ish. And uh, I was like, you know what? Friday night, uh, well, Friday at like five in the morning because they were in Australia. Uh, WWE had their pay-per-view. Well, I watched the rerun of it um, on Saturday. So I was watching that, you know, kind of having fun, whatever. And then I started thinking to myself, the original Willy Wonka was a musical. The one that was remade with... Right. Yeah, uh, What's-his-face? Uh, uh, yeah, I can't believe I'm drawing a... Uh, I, I, I Gene Wilder? No, Gene Wilder was the original one. He played Edward Scissorhands. He was Johnny just a, Depp. Johnny Depp. Uh, watched that one, loved it. I don't think it was Gene Wilder, was it? Gene Wilder was the I was original. Joking. He, he, Gene Wilder. I thought that was the lead singer of. Uh, oh yeah, it is. okay. I was yeah. th- I was trying to make a joke and I fucked it up. Oh, you were thinking of Gene Simmons? No, I was thinking of Gene someone else. But yeah, never mind. But uh, we got, it. We got they that. were kind of musicals. Uh, you know, they had their little parts. So maybe maybe this coming weekend I might give it a shot because I I've I loved. The original, I loved the remake. A lot of people didn't like the Johnny Depp remake. I liked it a lot. I did. Um, it was too much, some would say. Yeah, I mean, my daughter and I—that's one of our favorite movies. Right, that's right up there. If if she would say, if you'd ask her what's your you and your dad's favorite movie of all time, she'd be like Alice in Wonderland. And it's just one of those movies that we've watched since she was a kid. Even watched the remake of it, you know, and she liked it. And Johnny, I would have guessed Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror Picture Show. I would. I hated that movie. It's fucking terrifying, dude. <laughs> I watched it as Bunch a kid. And I'm just, yeah, I'm like, eh, no, that and uh, what was the one with the plant that wanted to eat everybody? Ah, uh, oh, you're gonna have to narrow it down. Jumanji? No, Rick. No, this is old. Rick Moranis was in it. It it was like a Venus flytrap, and it, it was gonna eat everybody. Um. I don't know. Little, little Shop of Horrors, I think, is what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. it was just like, eh. Hey, I got something here for you. Is it is the pasta that you're talking about, is it uh, Conchagili? Conchagili. This one dead center? Nope. It'd be more closer to the one in the bottom right. Tortellini? Okay, that, doesn't look, like, pasta, that doesn't look like a tortellini to me. Yeah, tortellinis usually have holes. It looks more like a ravioli if we're really yeah. going to get into it. But I don't know, man. Yeah, this it, is. It started uh, with a P, best, I think. Yeah. Like a. Pinocha? It might have been. Pinocha's a vagina. Um, let's see. Yeah, I was just, I mean, you know, pasta's a big a passion of mine here. You know, I, I am a fan of uh, of a lot of this stuff. I like how they <laughs> let you know that this is alphabeto. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, no. <laughs> kind of funny, right? But yeah. that'd be funny if that was what it was. It's like, yeah, like there's this kind of pasta. I forget the name. It's got like different letters yeah. and different numbers. Sometimes it might spell something. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what it is, though. Um, but yeah, man, no, uh, I actually like, I'll tell you right now, I like long noodles. I don't like these bullshit bite-sized noodles. It, it, um, it's all oh here you go it's that looks like a condom where's it at it is right here it is orangette or orangette yeah, right right? yeah 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 
Um, I can't see it. Orange Chetty. Uh, oh, my bad. I got to probably switch my screen. This is real important for the listeners too. So, well, yeah, we got to make sure that we that we get this out there. You know, um, it starts with an a P, an O. You know, they're very close in the alphabet. Yeah, you see this one right here over the, to the right, middle. Looks like a condom to me. Yeah, yeah, or a nipple. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But yeah, man, there you go. Orangetti. I mean, this is, dude, this is a good pasta uh, p- pasta poster on Amazon. So if anyone wants this, we'll drop the link in the show notes. Uh, <laughs> Will we? But yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I, I say that we get right into it because we bullshitted there for about 31 minutes. Um, well, you did get a skinwalker. You, you did get a skinwalker uh, story out of me. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, you know, I do want to mention, you know, this is we, we, we wanted to just kind of keep this a fun kind of light bullshitty episode, even more so than the other ones. But Jacob Rothschild did die. Ghost called me this morning. He was very upset. He was crying about this. And he he called out of work today. Dude, I and, had the um, shits. I, is this? I cried so bad that it, you, it upset my stomach. I had the poops all day. Well, you know, he, he's gone to a better place. Probably not, so. but I mean, he's somewhere. Uh, you um, make me relive it again. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. We'll move on. I think that he was the one though that wanted to come back as a virus. No, that wasn't him. No, he would never say anything like that. <laughs> well, I, I honestly no. think that that was him. And no, he was, he, uh, he was uh, the one that wanted to come back as a virus was uh, one of the princes, Prince. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Prince uh, Philip or Phillip. some shit, right? Yeah. Prince Charles, maybe. Yeah, Prince Charles. One of them. So, yeah, I mean, they're all the same, yeah, honestly. Pretty much. So, yeah, my my mistake with that. And, uh, yeah, Jacob Rothschild, uh, you know, I'm not going to say anything, man. I don't like to celebrate when anybody dies. But this guy's fucked a lot of people over, man, and him and his family. So, whatever. I'm sure that they just cloned him and he's uh, being born again today. So, We'll see. Now, I want to start this off. This isn't necessarily a super paranormal thing right here to start with. We can, Very interesting. We can start light. Yeah, I mean, none of this stuff's too heavy. I'm, I'm curious what you got. But um, I found some really cool clips. Got a couple funny ones to end, too. Nice. Um, but, you know, there's this, there's this page, and I want to actually shout out the page before going too deep into it morbid full is one where i got a lot of this information from and then also where is it disturbing reels and disturbing reels is really good dude um all kinds of good kind of creepy information fun if you're into getting scared and all this stuff it's fun to look at at night by yourself they play the weird creepy music all the time (laughs) um but the morbid, morbid fill, or I'm sorry, morbid full. I, I had to write that first time. Morbid full has mostly like just disturbing things, um, you know, interviews with people that killed their family, mm. creepy shit, you know, creepy stuff. Not necessarily paranormal, um, but I am going to show one from a guy that uh, looks possessed and sounds possessed. So first off, I want to show this this thing. I think we should bring back the lobotomy for some people. You know, yeah. I mean, people might be like, oh, "This is kind of 
This isn't going down the way. We're not talking about eugenics here. We're not talking about supreme races. But some people need a lobotomy. We already have um, that with Planned that, Parenthood. So they have that they have that area covered with eugenics and, and they do. So they do. But this shows people before and after being lobotomized. And it's pretty creepy, man. Like and when I say like people that should be lobotomized, it's people that are basically like past the point of return like people that are just never going to be integrated back into society and if we're not going to kill them we might as well just make them so passive instead of just making like putting them on drugs right Mm -hmm. like this is just a and let me bring my case forward with this you're you're essentially you're lobotomizing people with the drugs that you put them on these antipsychotic drugs right if you take a child that's super hyper and then you put them on like ritalin or whatever the fuck right it's kind of like a lobotomy. Obviously, yeah. it's reversible, and, and but wh- you're just feeding the the fucking medical industrial complex at that point too. So it's like two evils. Yeah, and the only reason they put them on Adderall or Ritalin is because the damn kid doesn't want to sit in the same fucking seat for eight fucking hours a day. Yeah, well, there's that, and then there's you know other I, reasons too. Yeah, you know, right, rich, rich parents. It's like, oh my god, I, I should have been on the shit. Have, have almost almost all my classmates should have been on that shit. It's like, and then then you get older like we are now. I'm sorry I'm going off on a little tangent, but you look at how school's designed versus how prisons are designed, how the workforce is designed. Wow, it's all the same. You got that from, uh, what's Will Smith's kid? Jalen Smith. He I, said that. Oh, did I? Yeah, dude. Mm. Don't lie. You love this guy. I you do. You love this guy. Um, no, that is one of the actual smart things that he said. He's a fucking freak, but he he uh, he did say that quite a while ago, and I thought okay. it was profound. Actually, it's pretty smart. I honestly um, didn't know that. I know. I'm just giving <laughs> you shit because yeah, why would you? Who the fuck cares about him? But yeah, so check this out, dude. Creepy, but also very interesting, and I'm sure everybody knows somebody that can use one of these. Here we go. Now she's just a sweet lady knitting a scarf. Looks a little retarded. Dude. This guy seems like he's seeing ghosts. Now he's just a normal disabled dude. It's like they give him down. Creepy as all hell. Almost. Yeah, or Parkinson's because their head slumped forward. This girl's real weird. Again, who knows what happened? This is in black and white. But, you know, instead of just being so resisting and, and mean, they seem like chill. Yeah. It's like they, they, they smoked like an ounce of weed. Yeah, man. This first one, dude, this first one really, you know, obviously we're kind of talking about this tongue in cheek a little bit, but like. She looks much more this this first one. She looks much more like you can be around a person like that versus, I mean, before she's just you can't even touch this lady. You know what I mean? Right. Um. Not that she should be touched without any reason, but I mean, it's just weird, dude. It's it's a strange thing, and you wonder why they did away with it because initially the guy got a a, a Nobel Peace Prize for figuring it out, Doctor Walter Freeman. Well, so did Hitler. I know, but you know, (laughs) there's people out there that'll say Hitler fucking did great stuff too. I'm not, I'm not going down that fucking path there, but just to me, man, just a very interesting, uh, 
interesting little little thing there. How do you feel about lobotomies? It, it, if they're needed, um, sure, bring them back. Uh, you get serial killers, you know, shit like, I mean, serial killers seem to have fallen off. I'm sure they're still out there. We, they're just not as mainstream as they, they're not cool. Yeah. They're not cool. They're not, you know, talked about as much as they were up until like probably what, maybe early, real early two thousands. Like after, yeah, you know why though? They're, they don't make attractive serial killers anymore. Remember the Boston bomber when he was the thing? Yeah, he was on Time Cover Magazine as the hot terrorist, right? That's true. So they just need to make hotter serial killers, and then they'll bring them back. They're coming back. Well, there you go. There's a T-shirt. Make serial killers hot again. Make serial killers hot again. Hey, speaking of, we came out with our first shirt. <laughs> yes, uh, we did. Little Ninja Turtle theme. Little Ninja Turtle theme. Uh, conspiracy underground news team shirt check it out dangerousworldpodcast.com same place as the soap and i have a little uh, collections list because we want to get a couple other ones obviously i understand if you don't want to walk around with a giant cunt <laughs> on your chest um but i i will be yeah. i will i'm probably going to get the orange one um so yeah check those out it's uh it's worth every dollar and yeah they're fun they're fun we're gonna try and grow that little line there as well oh yeah now and we meaning ryan because he's the art artistic one behind us and i didn't say autistic i said artistic yeah i'm the artist i'll do i'll do another clip or two and then i'll ping it over to you okay. and then um you know we'll uh we'll we'll switch off every couple times now you mentioned skinwalkers dude what do you think of this this is pretty cool Obviously, some of them are fake, and we might get a laugh or two out of some of these, but also some of them are creepy as shit. Here we go. That's not my cat. Tatori. Tatori. Where are you? Okay. Bye. Hey, he doesn't you know. will. So that's going Okay, yeah, he's pissed. We should probably go. That one's fucking kind of scary. Look like yeah. at this one, dude. Look at this cat. <laughs> now, I know it's a leg and a tail. It's a furry. Now, this one is mm -hmm. weird, because cat just frozen under some water. Yeah, it's a little weird. Cats aren't known to like water. No, you could. Skin water. Yeah, cats are still like water, dude. Yeah. So, a couple of those are weird, man. Like, if I don't know, you know, obviously, anytime you're doing, you're filming something like this online, you can superimpose like a you know cat yawning like it was or growling or whatever it was doing and then you could put a voice in but dude i've heard cats make some scary ass noises man well um i have to take back what i said about what matt had sent about a possible bigfoot in arizona and remember i cr criticized it didn't look like arizona with the trees or whatever and you corrected me and what have you oh yeah after watching it again i'm gonna have to say big cat uh, you guys have cougars. You guys have links out there. Um, we have cougars. Yeah, both kinds. Yes, you do. Um, but when you hear like a mountain lion or a bobcat out in the 
wild. Dude, it sounds like a fucking either a lady fucking witch being really pissed off or a fucking baby being mutilated. It's the creepiest fucking sound you'll ever hear. And that's what it, when I went back and listened to it again, I was like, and that, that's, that's the vibes I'm getting. Cause a lot of people don't have never heard them. And I, I remember the first time I ever heard it, I was just like, holy shit, what the hell is that? And I'm like, it's a bobcat. I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck me. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, they're creepy, man. They're uh, they're powerful little fucking animals, too. You don't want to be messing with one. So I, that's why whenever I jog or, like, walk with a dog, always got the strap on me, dude. And it's not for, like, you know, people. It's for weird little animals like that. I don't blame you. You know, it's funny, too, and you can pull up a clip if you've got anything ready, but, like, um, I tell my dad all the time because, like, I've seen horror videos of, um, you know, people walking outside, and I don't have... When you walk outside my door, you don't see... Um, you don't have like a covering over mm-hmm. the over the um the front door, so you walk outside and it's just like open air. And I've seen like scary, scary, like little clips of people walking outside and like a bobcat or a raccoon or something jumping off the roof and attacking a dude. And I was mentioning that to my dad. I was like, yeah, like especially when I worked at Pepsi, when I'd have to leave at like four or five in the morning. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm, like, real worried about, like, one day I walk out there all tired and something fucking jumps on me. And my dad's like, oh, no, that wouldn't happen unless I had rabies. <laughs> and it's like, well, that's well, even geez. fucking worse. Like, gee, gee, thanks, Dad. That, that's the worst-case scenario. Yeah, he's real comforting, my dad is. But, um, um, yeah, dude, I just thought that was so funny. Having What'd a you get? little bit of a problem here. It's not wanting What's to... What's going on? Well, it's not wanting to... Uh, I uploaded my videos to to here. Now now it's being a cunt. Okay. Uh, well, maybe it gets kind of the week since we're just going to be talking about ghosts. I've got more clips. Uh, let me let me try something real quick. Okay. Something on the fly here. Let's do that. Um, uh, anyway, but yeah, dude, it's just funny to think about like just some some wild random shit because usually yeah if animals are going to attack you it's going to be something totally like you can't really plan for it right but uh yeah dude just terrifying to think about that kind of stuff so it's nothing um hang on Uh, i'm working through this here there we go now it's finally not being a dick all right here we go Three paranormal videos you should never watch alone. My daughter has informed me that there is a person in her closet that keeps smiling at her. Let's go see. Open it. That's a person. There's a person? Yeah. Can you show me where the person is? Is it is it Elsa? No. 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 You're scared? Okay, is there can you show me where the person is? Is it a is it a is it a kid person or a grown up person? It's a grown up person. You wanna wear your Elmo costume? Okay. There's a grown up person in your closet? Yeah. And it's right there? 
closet. It's from your closet. Say, go away, person. <laughs> You're scared? Okay, well, we'll get rid of the person. This one's a little weird. You got to watch the glass and then watch the uh, the chandelier. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm crazy. I missed the first one. I don't. I didn't see anything. I, I didn't really either. Stall high. <laughs> He's Latina's always reaching. See, see, can't ever go down. Ah, they can't see. Just a glass of them. Oh, Yes, Something is watching me. If you've had that, this one's weird. I'm talking about. I'm playing only up in my office. Something keeps passing by this window. I'm gonna. I just propped up the phone here, and I'm gonna play. Did you see it? Yeah. If you're walking by my office, I want you to knock it off. Holy. Is that you making all that noise back there? This thing's always closing Door doors. closes in the background. Something flew off the counter. You need now, to this get could out. all be staged. It really Dude, could. Will you knock it off, please? You got to get out. You're you're gonna lock yourself in the laundry room again. You're not leaving. You're not gonna. Yeah, that the first one I didn't see a goddamn thing. The the word lugaru is the French word to refer to a phenomenon that is known um, in many parts of the my... world. We in English it's called a werewolf, uh, and uh, in uh, other parts of the world it's called various things. Uh, there was this belief that. People Are we having paranormal shift, activity right now? Could become uh, animals, could turn themselves. I can't turn this motherfucker off. Either, either they were uh, somehow cursed into not be a becoming an animal, either chronically. The word lugaru that is, is a French word to refer to a condition, phenomenon, that, or whatever, or permanently uh, it will not unable to shift back into the human shape without being. Unbewitched or having the spell broken. Uh, we've always heard it called to tie, which a lot of times when we were misbehaving as children, the parents would tell us, you know, behave because if you don't, the tie is going to get you, which for some years we didn't know what it was exactly until later on, you know, parents would tell us it was 
the equivalent of a werewolf. And sometimes this Rougarou or Lupgarou would live Rougarou. in the swamps. Well, growing up in those areas, a lot of times we didn't have transportation, so we walked where we were going. Uh, as the age of about 15 or 16 years old, I'm walking to a small town to go to a party. Uh, one night, what coming back, I'm crossing fuck? the highway that runs through one of the swamps. Well, as I'm walking, I see this figure emerge from one side of the highway. It was a four-lane highway, two going, two coming. And the creature that was crossing, or the being that was crossing, took very, very little time to cross. Uh, there was a smell of, as cliche as it sounds, a wet dog, a skunk, just a very, very earthy smell. Um, and when I, I got to the area where it was crossing, for me to actually cross as quick as it did, I would have to be at a, a fast-paced run. And this this being must have been well over six feet tall, maybe even seven feet tall. Staying in that area for a little while at night and seeing what I saw. Word Lugaru is the French word I just to didn't refer want to stick to around, so I took off at a quick pace running, trying to get back towards on? the town. The city lights just so I can mute the clip. safe and secure. I can't. At that age, seeing something that you can't explain. You can't mute it? No. Being alone out on the highway, it really, really makes you, you know, just... Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you uh, hear me? Friend, um, Richard Gidry told me a story about uh, that he had heard as a child about... Uh, a ma- yeah, is it playing two clips actually, or what the fuck's going on? The word Lugaru is... Okay. There you go. All right, we got that. It will not let me. That better me. not been a bit because that was the worst bit of all time. If it was, no, I'm sitting here. I, seriously, I'm trying to put you and I back to screen to screen, and this is it keeps doing. I like this. this, by the way. If we are haunted, they they helped us get something cool. I would like to do you know the two of us, and then we got like the clip in the middle. That's nice. So thank you, spirit, whatever the fuck that was. I think it was you. No, you're uh, you're trying to. You're trying to make this more provocative. <laughs> I wish. Maybe it's just your computer shit in the bed. I... We can edit out this dead air. Oh my god, that dude! <laughs> now the ticker goes away. Like seriously. All right, I can't remove this motherfucker from the scene. Was that just the next clip or something? It was one of the clips I was. I wasn't necessarily the next clip. That that's what I don't understand. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. And those were, and those were under the real shit here. Oh, my God. Oh, I, 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 I'm getting a, kind of getting the Ryan Dean effect here. Like, I want to fucking smash my computer yeah well it doesn't like us talking about the real ghosts and spirits of the world that's what it is I guarantee that's what it is 
we thought that the, that the government was going to try and censor us eventually. It's the ghosts. Dude, uh, yeah, it will not. Let me try something. Let me try this. Transition to that. I want to hear a story. And this story is going to take us to Abilene, Texas. The location of the first. Yeah, goes right back to this motherfucker. Dr. Barry and Salette. Everyone talks shit to this guy on Instagram. All right, I'm going to remove you. I'm going to actually remove you completely. Take me out. You don't want to be alone with Dr. Anselet. No. Um, want me to just leave? This is fucking weird. Eh, quit it. No, you want me to just leave? Leave what? Leave here and then come back. Uh, yeah, I guess we can. Um, I'll hit mute and end the broadcast and then just restart it. Will it save this part? Yeah, it'll. I'll have to send you two. I'll, I'll have to splice the video together, but the audio... I can, yeah, I can splice the audio together myself, too. Okay, All sweet. Right. I'm sure the three people on there were very upset. Yeah, um, they're, and we're back, okay? And, and re, re, restart the old computer, so... Yeah, we won't be playing that fucking clip. Um, so who knows what what happened? Yeah, sometimes these computers, you know, yeah. they just really make you want to fucking end it all. Okay, back jumping right back into it here. Um, there was one that I believe I had saved, and if not, it was just something that I was going through. Um, okay, yeah, check this one out, dude. These are creepy. These are just pictures. And I'll describe what they are afterwards for people that are just audio listeners. Okay. But yeah, man, this is some scary stuff. I'm going to share my screen, and hopefully my computer doesn't start freaking out. Because this thing will end up in the front yard in pieces. I don't really need this anymore. I'll just do... So listen, computer, if you fuck with me right now, I'm going to break you, and I'll film it. I don't need you. Because, um, yeah, I have another computer I can just use, so I fucking dare you. All right, here we go. Creepy ass pictures, man. Here we go. Things that bother you, they never bother me. I yeah, I love this picture. <laughs> Haven't got a lot. I don't need a lot. Coffee's only a dime. Just a random oh, girl. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's scary, dude. That first one. Things that bother you, they never bother me. I'm oh, Dude hiding under the that's bed. That's so creepy, dude. And you wonder if maybe just someone, huh? I said the dude's hiding under the bed. I mean, it could have been Photoshop, but still yeah. freaky. Could have been Photoshop. Could have been like, you know, a friend of theirs. But yeah, it looks terrifying, dude. Now, check this story out. This is a good one. Um, a YouTuber that went missing. Now, there's certain YouTubers that should go missing, but it sounds like this guy was trying to do something interesting here is it pewdiepie and, uh found no that's one of the ones i'm saying could you know go missing and i yes. think the world would be better off for it but uh you know jake paul yeah oh. not really a youtuber anymore no What's he's, up? A, he's a wwe superstar now come on that's logan oh well whatever the that's paul his homosexual <laughs> brother logan yeah, 
both both should be fucking taken off the air. Not killed, just taken off the air. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Yeah, we know what you mean. All right. All right, check this shit out. Wild. YouTubers who have gone missing. This is just one YouTuber. Oh, he's doing your favorite. Yeah, no, I'm looking for a cave that I I found, and I didn't have a I didn't have a sidearm when I was here before, and something about that cave just spooked me. Out of all the caves I've ever gone in, this one just made my body vibrate. The closer I got to it, the crazier my body felt, and I was like, "All right, I'm not gonna go in there right now, but I'm coming back someday." So. Uh, hopefully I'll find it. It's shaped like a big M. It's a big cave that looks just like a gigantic M. It's shaped like a, it's it's shaped just like the letter M. Well, I did not find the cave. That is so weird. I mean, I thought for sure I was just going to be able to find it. You have the hole here. You have this piece. It doesn't match this piece or this piece. It doesn't match this piece. Somehow they're together here. What do you think of that? I, I'm, I'm glad that was the only one. I remember that kind of made big, um, big rounds on social media right around the lockdowns. A little bit before the lockdowns happened. And I remember seeing this. Like, uh, it, it actually picked up steam to the point where some of his friends, and, and I don't know if they. I don't know if they started to go fund me or, or not, but I mean, they, the dude's never been found and they, they chalk it up to this, this weird mine that has like paranormal history and anybody that's ever kind of gone looking for it has always disappeared. We got to find this mine. We should. We got to find this mine. All right. Um, after this, too, I'll go through, and maybe we can just kind of go through, because I'm kind of scared to have you share things unless you had anything that was really yeah, I jumping gotta, off, I gotta, just so I we gotta, don't have to... I got, huh? a, I got a few, man. I Like, I, I look for some good shit. Apparently, you're not oh, supposed sucks. to talk oh, about the... We can the, try it again. Yeah, we can try it again. Apparently, you're not supposed to talk about the Rougarou. Yeah, who knows? Okay, so check this. Uh, I'll, I'll play a couple clips, and then we'll go back to... Uh, to some of yours um this is right in line with what is one of my biggest fucking fears here check this out oh. secret door didn't we play this last week probably mute that music i guess right pretty annoying but yeah they they end up you know finding this door there's bricks behind it and then they just break through a couple of the bricks and there's a whole fucking hidden compartment back in this house yeah i thought we played this last week or or maybe it's something I saw, too. No, that was a different one. Okay. That was a hotel. And look, there's a fucking something recording them, dude. There's like a camera flashing yeah. red back there. Yep. A whole chair with, with fucking... Oh, there's something moving? Comforters on it. 
Yeah, man, dude. It, yeah, that stuff freaks me out, man. <laughs> so yeah, there was one, and then there was another one too, where they found a hidden room, but I must have not saved it. Um, this one's pretty creepy too. Oh, actually, you know what? Let me go to this one. This is so. This was the guy that he's a, he's like supposedly you know killed his family in 2012. Zachary David waited until his mother had fallen asleep and struck her. Uh, head repeatedly with a large sledgehammer until she was until he was certain that she was dead. This was the Dr. Phil interview, which makes it a little more funny. Uh, and it's disturbing to say the least. Now, it's not funny that this lady was beaten to death by any means, but anything Dr. Phil is associated with is kind of funny. Uh, so He's on a new adventure. You know, this, what's he doing? Well, he's starting his own uh, uh, media company. Oh, just like yeah, all the good ones. Yeah, promoting these, this... Um, uh, uh, controlled opportunity is uh, how uh, Adam Curry called it. Not uh, controlled opposition, like but it. controlled opportunity. I love it. I love it. Yeah, uh, this is creepy though, man. And this guy seems possessed. You know, when you when you just hear him talking, he just sounds off. Okay. Check it out, Doctor Phil. Shout out. Yeah. And when you swung that hammer the first time, did you swing it hard? Did she make a noise? I couldn't just hear that memory. And what did it sound like? There was this void, something sounds. Did you laugh when you were hitting her? Yeah. Why did you laugh? I just uh, thought she deserved it. Why did you kill her? She uh, wasn't taking care of my family. And so because she wasn't taking care of you and your family, you decided to kill her. Did you kill your mother? Kind of weird, huh? That gave me kind of a weird sling blade mixed with a little bit of uh, nefarious vibe. Yeah, weird fucking dude. Mm-hmm. Definitely seems mentally off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it seems like, you know, possessions are a thing. That guy probably uh, inhabited by something there. Kind of weird. I would think um, so. Last thing I'll play before I kick it back. Yeah, last thing I ca- I'll play before I kick it back to you. Creepy little thing. Now, these aren't, this is an AI video of them, but this is some uh, weird phenomena in uh, Alaska. So, pretty wild. Ooh. Here we go. Love Alaska. Yes. You're the reason you should not come to Alaska. Hello, my name is Urban. I am one of the Ursinot people. I live deep in the mountains of Yupik territory, in deep underground caves and lairs. We spend our days fishing and hunting. Unless we are interrupted, although we are little, we can still do terrible things to you. When any hunters come through and disturb these lands, we get very territorial. We will lure you off the pathway with strange sounds, until they are completely lost. Then we will appear and offer you help, and if you accept, it will be the biggest mistake you ever make. We will take you deeper into the bush, and tie you up in a tree. Then we will throw rocks at you, poke you, laugh at you, and leave you to the wild wolves and bears to return you to Mother Nature. So if you're ever in Yupik territory, 
be respectful, and do not disturb our lands. And always remember, do the re- that was pretty creepy, man. That'd be a great movie. I feel like that would be. Um, that has a lot of. Uh, that I think I want to say that's like Alaska's version of the Puckwudgie, uh, which is pretty more famous up near like New England, uh, up near where Ron and uh, Andy and you know a few others are. But uh, yeah, they lure you to do weird fucking things and think you're going to safety, and next thing you know, you're done. You're you're, you're over, you know, you, 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 you found your demise and, you know, and then that, that plays into the whole, the little people, uh, people see a lot of times like little native American or, uh, people that are only like a couple feet tall, you know, running around, you know, right. and what have you, I don't know, I, I, I would love to believe in it all. But at the same time, yeah. I know that I know a lot of it's folklore. But when you go back into folklore, uh, it's based in truth somewhere, somehow, just a little bit, even if it's just to, you know, maybe exaggerated truth to scare the kids or scare, um, you know, people from not going to certain areas because, you know, they want it preserved or whatever. It's like the old lady of the woods. You know, you, you just you tell your kids, hey, there's an old lady out there. She's going to snatch you up. Next thing you know, she's going to eat you for dinner. Well, the kids don't play in the woods at dark, 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 uh, nighttime. They're at the dinner table. They're on time. So. Yeah. It's not going to work then. <clears throat> we'll try this one. Let's see. New Orleans vampire. Would you believe that oh. this guy... And this guy are the same person. If you live in New Orleans, maybe you've seen him around. Although, if you have, I'd suggest that you probably run the other way. Either way, if you don't know who he is, he is supposedly the vampire of New Orleans. St. Germain was born sometime around the 16 or 1700s, but there are other reports of a man with these similar features dating all the way back to Christ. This man was a close acquaintance of figures such as Voltaire, Catherine the Great, Marie Antoinette, King Louis, Casanova, and so much more. There are some reports that even say that he was there when Jesus turned water to wine and was a part of the Council of Nicaea. There were reports of St. Germain sightings all over Europe until 1784 when he died in Germany. But in 1793, he was seen in the crowd at the beheading of Marie Antoinette, which would have made him about 100 if that were true. But how did he get to New Orleans? In 1902, a man by the name of Jacques Saint-Germain buys one of the most prestigious properties in New Orleans at the corner of Ursuline and Royale. It's said that he immigrated from France and was a descendant of Saint-Germain. People who would party with him would often say they never saw him eat, only drink red glasses of wine. Jacques had been accused of attacking a young woman. The police uh, gave him the courtesy of coming into the station the next day, but when he never showed, they decided to take a visit to his place. When they walked in, there was no Jacques. There was no furniture, no cups, no plates, no utensils. 
only wine glasses and remnants of something that appeared to be wine until further testing determined that it was actually wine mixed with blood. In the 1970s, this man, Richard Chamfray, came forward as being the Count himself. He went on to tell a wild story that he was a vampire who had been living and just decided to roam and made his home in New Orleans. Although in 1983, Chanfre reportedly unalived himself in Saint-Tropez. Although if you're in New Orleans, there are sightings of a man named Jack who to harass tourists from time to time and play tricks on them. And he kind of looks like Chanfre and Jacques and the Count. So, if you're looking for your own interview with the vampire, you can call out for Jacques if you like. Meet him at the restaurant in 7. Here they have a delicious plate of frog legs. Check the tag video for reference. Either way, this is a crazy story because this dude is really giving Lestat vibes. And Rice, what you know, girl? And Rice had typed out instead of Anne Rice. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, dude, I believe in, like, the, these people that could be, like, time traveler types or whatever. Maybe not time travelers, but, like, vampire-type figures mm-hmm. where they live way longer than we're told people can live, you know? I don't know. You see these pictures of, like, Nicolas Cage and shit like that? Oh, yeah. And, like, old pictures and, like, Pharrell and Jay-Z and, like, a lot of these people. And, of course, a lot of them are famous, but, yeah, it's freaky, man. Yeah, I would have to say, out of everything, anywhere in the entire world and the world round or flat whatever you want to call it new orleans intrigues me the most with its oh yeah dark magic history it's 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 abuse of of slaver slaves and and all sorts of fucked up shit um but you get into the whole vampire thing and, and I don't know. I, I got caught up in the, the vampire diaries and then the originals and, and what have you. Vampires always have fascinated me. Like if I could be like most people be like, I want to be a superhero. I'd be like, fuck that. I, w- I want to be a vampire. I want to be a vampire. Yeah. Then you can, <laughs> you can do you whatever can the heaven. fuck you want. Can never go to heaven. Then I would rather be able to uh, to time travel. Okay, that... predict the future, shit like that. I would use it to bet and make fucking billions of dollars. So I'd get banned from every sports book. I thought I had. We what time traveler thing? No, I had one other thing on New Orleans, um, and not the Rougarou. <laughs> the Rougarou, yeah, we're not we're not touching him. Yeah, Mm-mm. no, um, maybe I didn't. We got. Oh, I thought you were playing something. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll move I'll move on. But uh. Let's see here. Uh, let's go to three of the scariest haunted dolls. Okay. Annabelle's got Haunted be. dolls are terrifying, but here are three of them that are much scarier than Annabelle and definitely deserve their own horror movies. Number one, Letta, as in Letta me out. She has to be the scariest looking doll I have ever seen, and she was found under the porch of an abandoned house 
in New South Wales, Australia. Carrie Walton, the doll's owner in 1972, took the doll home, put her in a box or a trunk in the back of his car, and when he was driving back to Brisbane, heard screaming from the back of the car, let me out, let me out. It was the doll. This would happen every time Letta was put in a box. She also is notorious for moving around by herself and leaving visible marks all over the house where she lives. Number two, Lily. She is made with real human hair and was featured on Zach Baggins' Haunted Museum. But the weirdest part about her is that when the owner, an antique dealer, brought her home, she started having terrible nightmares every single night about a little girl that died in a bad accident. The doll was kept in the antique store, and on one occasion, a customer's little child, little kid, was speaking for the doll for three hours and said that she was subject to horrible violence in her lifetime. And at number three, we have Robert the doll. He has to be the scariest haunted doll I have ever read about. And for those of you who know, no, I'm sorry, Robert. Thank you for letting me talk about you. The doll was a gift to the youngest member of the Otto family. His name was Robert, and it came to them in the 1900s. Robert began misbehaving and doing odd things and blaming it on the doll. Robert, who likes to go by Otto, his parents said that they could hear him talking to the doll in his room when he was a kid. And when they would hear this, they would hear two different voices, the voice of their son and the very terrifying voice of Robert the doll. Robert is known for giving people bad luck when they take pictures of him without permission or talk about him without permission or without thanking him or apologizing. So now you know why I did that at the beginning of this part. He is currently located in the East Martello Museum in Florida and visitors do not like him. They stay away from him because no one wants bad luck, do they? If you guys like videos like this, you're definitely going to want to follow me on YouTube and listen to me. Yeah, dude, dolls can be scary, man. They can be. I'm a huge fan of the lore behind Robert the doll. Like, the, I'm not a big doll uh haunted doll type of thing but when when you get into the history and the lore behind robert dude it's fucked up i mean it, it's just what's creepy. the story about that again so his this guy's dad was overseas they they were they were kind of well off or whatever saw this doll in a window shop. Now the story goes that the the doll was just made for the 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 window shop glass. Like it was the only one. You know what I mean? Like, oh look at our dolls. You know, dressed it up uh, initially as like a a clown. And he's like, oh, I like this doll. I'm gonna bring it home for my son. Yada yada yada. So he, pack, he buys it, packs it up, brings it home, and uh, Robert Otto or Robert Otto, whatever, who eventually just goes by Otto, uh, named the doll Robert. And, you know, it played with him, did everything. It, there's some movies all out there on it that are really good, and even some uh, docu-series kind of movies. Um, but dressed him up as like a, a sailor in the, the costume that you saw. But this, this doll would do really bad things it would move on its own it, fucking freaky and it, i don't know robert the dolls it, it loosely fast forward you get child's play child's play was uh chucky was loosely based off robert the doll right so 
Yeah. And, and that first one, uh, Letta, I want to say in the, I don't know if it was the actual Conjuring uh, series, they, uh, that was like a, an opening scene in one, one of those movies where there was a doll in the back. Uh, the, I remember the scene they were driving and, and they heard this pounding, 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 let me out. And dude gets out. He's like, okay, I'll, I'll put you in the back seat so you can kind of see. And the wife was like, what the hell are you, you know, doing? So I don't, I don't know if it was Letta or uh, I want to say it was one of the Annabelle movies, but they kind of blended Letta into Annabelle. Hmm. Yeah, man, there's, you know, it seems like there's a lot of stories for those kinds of things for them, like to, at least one or two to not be real, you know, like these haunted dolls, these haunted haunted objects right mm-hmm. like if you have you i don't know if you've seen that movie the um it's an australian one i forget the name of it it was uh where you know they showed it online a lot too with a hand that you'd hold and it would like possess you and you were only able to do it for a short amount of time in the movie i'll see if i can find the title it's mm-hmm. gonna sound familiar as soon as i say it um but yeah man i, th- I think that objects could definitely be haunted like a house would be an object, mm-hmm. right? So house, you know, house mir- mirrors are a big one that that are always haunted, right? Twenty twenty three. All right, let's see what this is because this came out. Talk to me. It's called. What is it? Talk to me. Oh yeah, I think I did see that one. Yeah, with the hand, and then yeah. they hold the hand. They get that's for a short amount of time, and then snap out of it and shit. Oh wait, wait, no, I didn't see that one. I just saw the, the, the trailers or maybe you sent me something about it. Yeah. And they, they kind of yeah. get in this possessed state. Yeah. Yeah, it's creepy. They're doing it at like parties and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Wild. A freaky concept. I have a couple but, more to, um, to run through if if you wanna do that. Yeah, go for it. All right. Um it's weird. A bunch of my clips don't save on here. It's it, this is like a weird topic, I guess, to get yeah. into. For some reason, we're having all kinds of fucking problems. This one's on exorcisms. This okay. is the real life story of the possession and exorcism of Annalise Michelle. This is one of the few cases of demonic possession that has ever reached a legal court. Annalise Michelle was a well-behaved girl who grew up in a strict Catholic family in Bavaria, Germany. In 1968, at the age of 16, she suffered a severe epileptic seizure. Over the next few years, she'd be diagnosed with temporal lobe epilepsy and depression, and she was prescribed medication for this. By 1973, she had also started hallucinating, particularly while praying, and these voices would tell her that she was damned to hell. Annalise became increasingly aggressive. She would growl, speak in languages her parents said that she didn't know, and on one occasion, she even threw her sister across the room. According to her mom, she walked into a room to find Annalise staring at a cross with black eyes. Annalise was also seen eating bugs, and on one occasion, she peed on the floor and then tried to lick it up. Her mother decided that this wasn't a mental health issue and that her daughter was possessed. Her neurologist also suggested that she needed to be taken to a priest, but then later denied saying this. Her mother took her to several priests who all said that Annalise needed a medical doctor until she finally found one that gave her permission to do an exorcism. Three days after her 22nd birthday, Annalise would receive the first of what would come to be 67 exorcisms. These exorcisms were recorded, and here is a clip of one. 
The audio on this part sucks. I can hear it. Okay. Annalise had also stopped eating during this time because she felt that starving herself would weaken the demons. She died in her sleep on July 1st, 1976, at the weight of just 66 pounds. After examining her body, doctors determined that she had passed away due to malnutrition and dehydration. She'd also been suffering from pneumonia and her kneecaps were broken because she had been kneeling and praying so much. Her death had been investigated as a criminal matter and they found that as soon as a week before her death, if she had been taken to a hospital, she could have survived. Her parents, along with the two priests who performed these exorcisms, were charged with negligent homicide, but they argued that Annalise had consented to these. They said that she could have said no at any time, but like, honestly, could she? Also, she was clearly mentally compromised and they should have made the right decision for her. They also argued that the day before Annalise passed, the demon was exercised and that's why her autopsy came back normal. For what they did to Annalise, all four defendants were found guilty and sentenced to three years probation. The details of this case are so scary that it inspired the popular movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. But who's the real monster here? The devil or an abusive and delusional parent? It almost gives you the, uh, the, I know they, they said the exorcism of Emily Rose, but it also gives you kind of the vibe of, uh, the Pope's exorcist. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, a lot, you know, to be honest, man, even though I really, it's one of my favorite movie categories is, uh, you know, possession movies, they're all kind of the same, mm-hmm. you know, because like how far off can you go? Like my favorite one, I really like The Last Exorcism and I really like, what the hell is the other one? I'm going to go through a list of some good exorcism movies and see if we've both seen them. Because, yeah, I mean, the classic one's The Exorcist and then uh, the one with Damien, right? What's that one called? Uh, Children of the Corn. No, um, Damien, the one, uh, oh. the Omen. Omen, yes, yeah, sorry. Children of the Corn. <laughs> you said it like all, all uh, definitive too. Oh, yeah, I was confident. Um, okay, so we got The Exorcist, both seen that. Uh-huh. Abby, never seen that one. Have you seen Abby? Nope. Amityville 2, I don't think I've seen that either. Mm-hmm. Repossessed, 1990, never seen it. Nope. Requiem, never seen that. What about you? I don't think so. Last Exorcism is great. That's my favorite one, I think. Have you seen that one? I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah, it's nuts. It's about like a a priest that doesn't really believe in God, but he, you know, looks at it as a business and he goes and he's done exorcisms on people and he's like, yeah, exorcisms are fake. You just have to convince the person that thinks they're possessed that the devil left because they had a priest come and do it for them. Is, and is, blah, blah, blah. And is he, he the one that's, that, that rides like a motorbike on this? Like No. It no, it doesn't ride a motorcycle. It didn't take place in like a, a, a barn or anything like that? It did take place in a barn, but there wasn't... See, again, that's why I think maybe a lot of these <laughs> movies are kind of similar, you know? Yeah, but I he, think I see He never it. rode a motorcycle. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, it's freaking crazy, man. The Devil Inside. The Devil Inside is the other great one, dude. <laughs> so scary. Great so, NXS yeah, song. I, the Devil Inside? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just look at the image of this chick right here. This, I mean, this alone is just enough to be like, what the fuck? But yeah, she like crawls on the walls and shit. It's freaky. Look at that. The Devil Inside. Let me have it. See that one? Oh yeah, dude! Imagine one, being uh, being possessed and being contorted in, in, into these positions, and then still somehow being okay afterwards. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's probably way worse than just being contorted in those positions. You got to think that, like, just. Uh, being in see this is the last exorcism it has this guy in it this girl's the one that gets possessed okay i don't that's maybe, the brother i might have seen that one 2010 yeah again a lot of them are the same a lot of them are the same so but yeah man some good stuff and and i really like these new ones this one's pretty creepy too the right oh the right was Anthony good hopkins yeah um exorcism of emily rose is decent kind of i don't like the courtroom shit um the conjuring the witch you know requiem i don't think i've seen requiem either we mentioned that and the wailing nope and the exorcist yeah so solid stuff i have two more clips that i want to get through and then we can wrap it up sweet yeah go ahead and play one i gotta step away for just a second my freaking dogs are barking okay I'll be right. Unless you want to kill some time, just bullshitting. No, right we're, we're going to, I don't know if the, maybe the listeners <clears throat> have heard of uh, Black Eyed Kids. Uh, if, it, you know, if they they have, maybe they haven't. They're not really sure. But uh, that's, that's where we're going to head now. Uh, they're kind of freaky. I've never... I've only ever heard of people coming into contact with them via maybe a podcast or, you know, like a a TV show where, you know, it's like a paranormal, a paranormal happened to me or whatever you want to call it. You know, I've been watching this new series, Paranormal, Paranormal Witness. Uh, Good. Uh, It's on uh, Peacock. Uh, It's a sci-fi original. Um, Good content there. But I've never talked to anybody or heard personally um, anybody ever coming in contact with a black-eyed kid. But if they did, I mean, black-eyed kids, no. Uh, fuck off with with your, your, your little shenanigans. But we're going to start off with uh, L.A. Marzulli. Uh, who, who's known, uh, he, he made it big uh, with his, maybe in the conspiracy world with the, the giant of Kandahar. But uh, here's some black-eyed kids. 
This is one of the creepiest things that you'll ever hear guaranteed. It's about the black-eyed kids, and I want to thank David Weatherly. We actually interviewed him about 10 years ago about this really creepy phenomenon known as the black-eyed kids. Here's one of the scenarios. So you're at home, you're all alone, and it's maybe 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and all of a sudden there's a knock on your door, and you open the door, and there are these two kids, but their heads are down like this. That's why I'm wearing the baseball cap. And you go, hi, can I help you? And they pick up their heads and all of a sudden, you look at their eyes, and not like mine, they're completely black. But they're children, and they'll say something like, is it food time yet? Can we come in? This won't take long. I mean, it's really creepy. Usually, the person who goes to the door is completely overcome with fear. I mean, the fear is visceral. It's, it's overwhelming, because most people have never experienced anything like this. I don't want to experience a black-eyed kid. They slam the door, they go running upstairs, they peer out the window, and here's the deal. They look down, the kids are gone. We hear this over and over and over again. It's terrifying. Black-eyed kids, folks, it's real. What do I think they are? I believe, but first of all, they're not children. They're stunted. They look like kids because their growth is stunted. I believe that they are the product of fallen angels and the seed of the woman. So you got fallen angels here. The women are taken. They're abducted, and they're impregnated. And three months after that, they're re-abducted, and the baby is taken from them. But they're not quite human. They're, they're, they don't grow to, uh, let's say, what would be normal to us. So they're stunted. That's my opinion. That's what I think the black-eyed kids are. And David Weverly also believed that. Thanks for watching. Appreciate it. Y'all want to hear a story? And this story is going to take us to Abilene, Texas. The location of the first U.S. encounter with entities known as the black-eyed children. And they are creepy. No, this, this, the black-eyed children this. or okay. black-eyed kids are what looks like little kids with completely blacked-out eyes like this dude right here. Like, no pupil... No iris, no whites of the eyes, just blacked out. Encounters with these black-eyed children have been reported all over the world. But the first documented encounter here in the U.S. was in 1996, when a man named Brian Bethel encountered two kids. And he claimed he had pulled over near the Westwood Theater, sitting there writing a check out of his checkbook, when he heard a knock at his driver's side window. He looked up and seen two kids standing there, which appeared to be about the ages of 9 and 13. Both boys, both wearing hoodies, and they had their hoods kind of, you know, pulled up to obscure their faces a little bit. And they asked if he would give them a ride to their mother's house because they wanted to get money to see a movie. But that's when he noticed their eyes, completely blacked out, no whites to be seen. It said he got a very sick and eerie feeling. And as if sensing his fear, these boys started to get more aggressive. The older one started pounding on his window, saying, we can't come in your car until you invite us in. Let us in. Well, at this point, this man was over it. He threw his car in reverse and got out of there with the boy still yelling, let us in, behind him as he drove away. Some people claim that this actually isn't the first encounter with black-eyed children. It's just the first documented one. And that some people had a few encounters in the 80s, but it just didn't get recorded. But after this encounter, there was a massive uptick in the number of sightings seen in the United States. In 2012, he appeared on the TV show Monsters and Mysteries in America and told the story too. And following that, many more people came forward with their encounters. This is apparently also a very common phenomenon in the UK. 
And in September of 2014, a British tabloid ran a story about a shocking rise in sightings in England and all over the world. It said these kids usually appear in twos and generally appear to be between the ages of 6 and 16. They have pale skin and blacked out eyes. And these kids, whenever they appear, usually start with a request. A ride home if you're in a vehicle or to come in and use your phone to call their parents if you're in your house. And they usually start out asking pretty polite. But if you were to say no, some of them will begin to plead and beg, but others will get angry and demand to be let in. It said if you encounter one, they seem to have a strange power over you. If they can exert some kind of subtle influence on the mind. Because despite an immediate reaction of fear and dread, which is always reported, you'll catch yourself like reaching for your car door or widening your door without realizing that you're doing it. And most people that encounter these kids don't let them in the house or their car. But one snowy night in January of 2016 in Vermont, one couple did. This couple said that a boy and a girl knocked on their front door. And they asked to come inside, saying that their parents would be there to pick them up soon. The woman immediately felt bad for these kids because it was freezing cold and snowing outside. So she let them in. They then sat on the couch and her husband tried to speak to them and ask them questions. And they wouldn't really meet his eyes. Well, then one of them asked if they could use the restroom. And the woman was like, yes, you know, it's over there. And that's when she seen their eyes as they were walking away. Well, she turned to her husband and was like, did you see their eyes? And he had his hand up to his face. He pulled his hand away and it's just blood everywhere where he got this sudden, terrible nosebleed. And right at that very moment, the power went out and the kids reappeared and said, our parents are here. The kids walked out the door, leaving it hanging open. And the woman said that she's seen two very tall, very slender men standing at the end of the driveway waiting. So she kind of waved at them and they did not wave back. And they all piled in one car and drove away. Shortly after they left, the power came back on. Over the next week, several strange things kept happening to them. The couple had four cats. Three of them went missing and one of them was found deceased in a pool of blood. And the husband kept having these reoccurring nosebleeds. So he went to the doctor and was diagnosed with a rare aggressive skin cancer. And by the end of that week, the woman started experiencing the same nosebleeds. And she stated that she fully believes that her and her husband's failing health was due to letting the black-eyed children inside her home. But what are these black-eyed children? Some have called them children of the devil. Some people think they're demons. Some people think they're aliens. Others say they're vampires, but no one really knows for sure. Only thing that's fully known is that if two of these kids ever come knocking on your front door wanting in your house, don't let them in. Have any of y'all ever had an encounter with the black-eyed children? Let me know. Mm, that's really good. Is it always two? Usually, yeah. Any 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 story that I've ever come across or heard, it, it it's it's always two or more. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one, man. I like I like uh, stories like that. It's like ghost stories, you know. What yeah. I mean? it's, it's cool. I like that. I like oh yeah. That. Well, let's get into it. I know it's paranormal, but let's get into it. Why don't you go fuck okay. yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt. 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 Oh, I already know what my cunt is. The computer? Ah, uh, the Rougarou. Yeah, the Rougarou's bad, man. I'll say it's the black-eyed kids, man. Yeah. Th- those things are creepy, yeah. you know? Um, skinwalkers could be up there, too, but I don't want to get cursed by a skinwalker. They seem more powerful than black-eyed kids, but maybe that's my ignorance. And you don't want to mention the name of that one doll down in Florida. 
The the vampire thing? No, the one doll. You're not allowed to oh, say yeah, his name. Talk about yeah, thing. yeah. Beetlejuice, so, right? Yeah, Beetlejuice. Say it again. No, you tried to get me that one time, and it was sneaky, but I still, yeah, that's I, still right. I don't I did. fuck with that. No, but uh, yeah, my, mine, mine's the Rougarou, because apparently uh, it didn't want to be talked about today on Cunt. So maybe we should call this episode Punt, the Paranormal Underground News Team. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, we can do Cunt and Punt. Yeah. But uh, let, let people... Right, I, I got a funny clip real quick. Oh, good. Run, you know good. what I mean? Yeah, completely we got, funny so that no one has any nightmares, you know. I, speaking sure. of which, it's funny because some of these I was putting together and uploading in, in, into here uh, last night and cooking dinner and what have you. I actually had a paranormal fucking uh, the, the dream that <laughs> and I ended up waking up. I was like, holy fuck, was that real? Like, that's funny. Did that happen? Yeah, and I mean, then I'm like, am I living in a haunted house? And I'm like, just go back to fucking sleep. Just go back to sleep. Yeah, S- dude, Snuggle up to your dog and go back to sleep. I still have nightmares, dude. Yeah. I have nightmares. The thing, the difference is when you're an adult, I think every adult has nightmares still, like scary shit, you know, that, that you dream, especially the amount of scary movies that I watch and shit. The difference is I don't like freak out, you know, like I wake up and I'm like, oh shit, that was just a fucking nightmare. It was right. wild, but it was just a nightmare. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, dude, I I, uh, I definitely still have nightmares. But yeah, check this out. This will this will make it so no one gets any scary nightmares. Nice little ending thought here. So good, dude. Good. Let me restart it just so we can hear the whole thing. All right. I can't hear much on my end, but I'm pretty sure I saw you what? I, I I couldn't hear much on my end, but I'm pretty sure I've seen that clip where where it's like so-and-so stole my bike i i beat the shit out of him and he's like no i gave him the bike because you were you you were you outgrew it too big for it yeah yeah dude i thought it was so funny man there's this really good page um let me see what the page is actually called before we go but yeah so you couldn't hear it that well huh there's subtitles but you couldn't hear it i couldn't no no um yeah, dude, it's so funny. He's just like, yeah, I kicked his ass. And then the, the dad's like, I gave Timmy the bike. Yeah. but um, What are you doing? I gave him the bike. You. <laughs> it's called Dad Dad and Son Videos. And it's all kinds of, like, moments between dads and sons, whether it's, like, funny or, like, something that's, like, heartwarming or whatever. But, dude, it's so funny. Just, like, some of the shit that, like, like, you know, little kids trying to, like, play basketball with their dad, and the dad's just fucking swatting the basketball away, oh. like, all hard and, like, getting in their face or, like, you know, boxing with them and going too hard with the right. kid. It's so funny, man. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm Michael Jordan, bitch. Yeah, dude. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. 
But, well, Ryan. Yeah, man, fun episode. Why don't, you, why don't you let people know what we are and where we can get um, the soap and the new cunt t-shirt? Yeah, as you all know, we are a lip above, and we, we, we pride ourselves in that. We wanted to switch it up because, you know, sometimes the news can be boring. Um, but, you know, there was some some little things that happened here and there this week. There was that. There was the Clarence Thomas thing. We mentioned the uh, the Jacob Rothschild uh, tragic passing. And then uh, Clarence Thomas supposedly hiring a racist. Who gives a shit if a black man wants to hire a racist person? Who the fuck cares? Um that and then there's just all kinds of weird stuff america hired a a, a racist president like legit right now yeah one that's thrown around hard r's yeah so you know it it is what it is man i i think that the clarence thomas thing it's just like something to distract um i don't think that the dude is racist and it's not it's not that he's not racist because he's black because black people can very much be racist He's just like, it's just the wrong kind of racism for these people that are upset about this stuff. So interesting guy, uh, interesting stories there. But we wanted to get away from that just for a week. Um, We're going to have plenty of news uh, episodes coming up. As we get closer to the election, it's going to get more and more wild. So stay tuned. Back to the normal shit. Maybe even later this week, if you're free, we can do a normal episode. I got tons of like regular news stuff sent. Uh, from all kinds of people so we'll always see it's always kind of up to ghosts if we can do two of these a week or not uh so we will follow up but um yeah we you can find the the conspiracy soap which is a joint project between uh ghost and myself can uh we we sell the conspiracy soap on dangerousworldpodcast.com it's in my link tree on my instagram i'm sure it's in ghost link tree as well and um the new shirt is also on that same website the conspiracy underground news team shirt official merch and i came out with a few new designs as well the sports are rigged and uh the chemtrails and the mk ultra Pornhub themed shirts so very very fun stuff there <laughs> you can turn heads and uh, start a conversation maybe you'll meet your best friend maybe you'll meet your wife or your husband uh wearing one of these shirts you know so check it out support my show support ghost show and support cunt yes and also, don't ever forget about your pets because Ryan has dogs. He has more dogs than I have dogs. And like Ryan's got a know. Ryan's got a full pack over there. I mean, he's going out hunting fucking cougars, lizards, javelinas. He's doing he's doing it all. He, he's like, "Yeah, I go for a walk. I'm strapped, but I got four fucking dogs with me that are going to fucking fuck shit up. But if they try and fuck shit up, Sometimes they get sore. So that's where you go to purepetwellness.com. That's purepetwellness.com. And enter ghost or DWP at checkout. That's purepetwellness.com, DWP or ghost at checkout. And you get 20% off your entire order. Your entire order. Okay. And you can use that promo code, whether it's DWP, whether it's ghost, as many times as you want. It never expires. Okay, great, yeah. great product. I use it on myself sometimes when I'm, I'm I'm achy. I'm getting up in age. I'm almost sixty nine years old. You know, well, life's hard over well, you here. You are a furry. You're I a am a furry. furry. Part of the furry community, so you use that. But I actually have used this stuff on myself too. When I was running a lot more, like just a couple like months ago, um, I was using that on my knees, man. Um, another fun thing. 
since you brought that up, you kickstarted this idea in my mind. Finish your plug for those guys because those guys are great over there at Pure Pet Wellness. Anything else that you had to say about them? PurePetWellness.com. DWP, Ghost, check out 20% off your entire order. When my tail grew in, I used this product, okay? I was growing a tail. It hurt like hell, all right? Right now, you might hear some clicking in the background. It's one of my buds. It's it's a dog that's strung out on CBD. Yeah. Um, no, they're good. Uh, they relieve yeah, anxiety, sorry. pain, all sorts of stuff. Car sickness. Go to purepetwellness.com and enter ghost or DWP at checkout. Um, <laughs> I'm getting lick, licked to death right now. <laughs> you get 20 percent savings there. Yes. Hey, um, you know, with with uh, CBD, you know, you, you kickstarted uh, this thought in my head because I used to have really sore knees when I would run sore knees and sore calves. Right. A lot of a lot of older white guys, especially get sore knees. Mm-hmm. I learned from Ryan Alexander, again, very smart when it comes to like alternative health and all this stuff. Do you know what gelatin's made out of? Gelatin uh, is made out of cartilage, isn't it? Cartilage and joints and things like that. Yeah. So if you just drink like a a, table, a couple tablespoons of gelatin every day, it heals your joints and it helps them stay strong. More so than like milk and shit like they tell you, right? It makes it's sense. It's basically like grinded up bones and, and cartilage. Yeah, it's like the idea of like uh, like feeds like. Right. Mm-hmm. If you eat eyeballs, it's good for your eyes. If you eat liver, it's good for your liver. All this shit. So yeah, man. I'm. Um. I actually started it yesterday. I'm. I'm trying to eat a little bit of gelatin every day. Uh. Just I throw some in my water and just chug it. I don't make like actual jello with it. But yeah, dude. It's uh. It's pretty interesting to think about. And I looked it up and everything just to confirm it. And it's all, all true. Yeah. And uh. It, it it's kind of like that one uh one song that I. I... I remember from back in the day, life feeds on life, feeds on life, feeds on this is everything. Um, so yeah. if if you know the reference, you'll know the reference. But uh, yeah, eat some gelatin. I was always told popcorn seeds. Uh, if you eat the popcorn seeds, uh, the, the oil in there lubricates your joints. That's probably an old wives tale. Not sure, but do the okay. gelatin thing. Um, and uh, go get yourself some soap and uh, get our new... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle themed Conspiracy Underground News Team cunt shirt. Uh, I know I will be getting one. And uh, on that note, thank you for tuning in. This has been a great punt episode uh, for paranormal and kind of scary topics. But just remember, we will always see you next Tuesday.
Some of those that work forces Draw the same that poor crosses Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.